the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about money, investing, and more. Lots going on in the world. We could talk Las Vegas shooters. Partner says she's mystified by the attack. Now, in the world of investing, let's go back to where I am and um, just say, you know, again, you have a partner, you have a goal for retirement, you have a future together, you're saving together, you buy a house together, you max out your 401k, you decide to have kids, and then your partner doesn't turn out to be your partner. That's kind of a real thing. Now, again, I'm jumping to a crazy place that's the crazy example, but, but, this is the big U-T-T, um, B-U-T-T. It's a big but in the sense that uh, I don't think it's all that odd for uh, that jump of know your partner well. It's one of the pieces of advice I give to people in their 20s is take your time getting married because it's a big financial decision. And you don't want to grow old or even waste a year. I was married for under a year. And you know what's damning about that is I'm embarrassed by it. It's humbling. Um, nothing went wrong. It was just two people that weren't right. And I'd say she was more or less right or more crazy. But I'm not going to trash her or throw her under the bus at this point in time for too long of a period of time. But it just wasn't right. So anyway, uh, know your partner well. So if you want to talk investing, we can talk investing. Stock markets hit a record high yet again yesterday. Guess where they're at today? Record highs. Now, I was looking at some portfolios yesterday because that's what I do. And um, kind of went out of my way to basically you know, take a look at comparisons of where the market is versus where that portfolio is on a short-term basis. You're a little forgiving because the markets had such amazing fast run that you're, you're a little bit forgiving. Um, but then you start taking a look at a two-year, a three-year, a five-year, a seven-year, a ten-year, and you start going, okay, you better not underperform those numbers because those numbers have some distance in them, some perspective. Short-term, when you hit market high after market high after market high, it is tough to keep up with that kind of performance. You probably know that. It's worthy of note. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's a new day and everything's pretty much, though, the same in terms of the stock market. No selling pressure. That's a big story in the last 52 weeks slash two years that there's not a lot of pressure. We don't have a lot of down days. That, you know, 1% becomes 5%, becomes 10%. So there's not a lot of panic. Stock market's going to succumb to profit taking at some point. No doubt about it. Warren Buffett got to the heart of the matter the other day when he acknowledged that Berkshire Hathaway is holding off on selling some stocks until it sees what happens with the tax plan. Um, I don't think Berkshire Hathaway is alone in its thinking. 
That doesn't mean that the stock market is going to go vertical into the end of the year, that we're just going to go higher and higher. As Sammy Hagar once said, we'll go higher and higher, straight up we'll fly. Oh, it's Fleet Week in the Bay Area. It's a good time. It's a good time to know someone who's got a sailboat. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke, and get invited out on a boat trip this weekend. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, poke, poke. I'm available. Hint, hint, wink, 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 nudge, nudge, poke, poke. Um, it's a good time to uh, enjoy the fleet week. So Berkshire Hathaway said something the other day that, you know, we don't know what Trump's going to do with his tax plan. Are corporate taxes going to be at 35% or 20%? So if you sell Apple right now and then corporate taxes go down 15 percentage points, you made a huge mistake, as Donald Trump would say. Huge, huge, huge. Um, so it doesn't mean the stock market continues to hit all-time highs. It probably won't. We've had great sector rotation. Sector rotation meaning that like tech stocks did really well, and then pharmaceutical stocks did really well. Fire, Pfizer's fabricating pharmaceuticals. A lot of pHs there, right? Pfizer. Um, and then bank stocks started carrying the weight. Oh, you got to carry that load. And who's going to take the torch next? Earlier, it was industrials. It was companies like Caterpillar. Um, where's the leadership going to be next? Got to always think about that. When the Sharks played uh, hockey last night, got a couple goals from Kevin LeBanc. Where's the next round of scoring going to come? That's what I was scratching my head. If you're going to keep letting Philadelphia score a goal, you got to have like another round because at some point in time, the screwdriver's going to come out and get pushed on, on LeBanc's head. Or LeBanc. Don't call me LeBanc. Call me LeBanc. Um, there's always that thing on Wall Street, too. So it's one of the reasons I watch things like the transports. The transports tell me Wall Street's a discounted mechanism. So you could say that it's, it's legalized gambling, but it's hit an all-time high again. And if it's legalized gambling, you need to be gambling at that casino. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Donkey. Um, Donkey Kong. Uh, so... If it's legalized gambling, you, you keep going to yourself, where's the next set of leadership going to come from? And wh- where is are we watching? We're hitting all-time highs yet again. I've been doing financial media for 20 years. I've been doing investing uh, as a professional for 20 years. And um, you keep looking for, you keep you know, scratching that surface. But you know that Wall Street's a six-month discounting mechanism. Yesterday, there was a survey that came out that said Americans have confidence in the economy and the stock market and the job market. And you're like, whoa. Now, Wall Street is considered a discounting mechanism. So it's looking six months in the future. And when it's hitting all-time highs, it's saying that next six months look good. Now, some weird things can happen in the next six months. There could be nuclear strikes. There could be Kim Jong-il-un. There can be Putin pounding his chest, wanting to get back in the headlines. Uh, maybe instead of taking over the Crimea, maybe he's you know, suddenly saying, hey, I want Poland. And you're like, no, no. Um, long story short, it's a discounting mechanism, but it's telling you that in six months from now, business conditions look good. That means we're going to get through Christmas and it's be a good Christmas. If you believe that Wall Street has some sort of six-month crystal ball, and that's why I like the Dow Jones Industrial Average transports, planes, trains, and automobiles. When they're hitting 52-week highs, it's telling you that um, the, the idea there is you know, we're going to be shipping things. We're going to be traveling. We're going to be going on corporate business, planes, trains, and automobiles. 
So that's a sector that you want to pay attention to for the future. And then you, once you kind of got that, then you go, ah, I think I'm going to have a, a wine cooler tonight and relax. Open up a nice, fresh wine cooler, pour it into a glass, kick back your feet. Maybe take your shoes off and you get your sugar booger to rub your toes. Um, you can relax when you see the transport's doing well. You can relax when you see the first Friday of the month. Oh my gosh, this is coming up this weekend. This Friday is the first Friday of the month. And then after that, you get Columbus Day, which I guess if you're Italian-American, it's a holiday. And if you're everyone else, it's not. Um, but the jobs report comes out on the first Friday of the month. You get Dow Transports, you get the jobs report, and suddenly you're like, I'm cool, I'm relaxed. Um, and then you see things like you know tax reform. Trump came out uh, in his administration two weeks ago and kind of started parading around uh, financial media the, the, the tax reform. And since then, Democrats have kind of fought it, going, you know, no, this is just a... Uh, a sheep dressed as a wolf or a wolf dressed as a sheep. Um, we're not going to fool me. I guess I like the idea of a, a sheep dressing as a wolf better. Anyhow, and anyway, I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, invested, and more. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Give me a call. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. We'll take a break here. I'll be right back. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Apple released an update to fix its watch connectivity issue. More and more, it seems that gadgets don't quite work the way they're supposed to. Um, I'm a beta software tester for Apple, and I got to see a lot of the new features for the iOS 11 before my friends did. And now I'm like showing them, oh, look at your phone. Did you know that it, while you're sleeping, it kind of rearranges some of your memories? And let's say this weekend you take 10 photos while on a Halloween scare fest that in a couple weeks, Apple's going to categorize it as memories and it's going to call it Halloween because the artificial intelligence is starting to look at your pictures and going, oh, it's just a picture. But then there's a pumpkin in it and the artificial intelligence reports back to Apple and Apple goes, oh, pumpkins are in uh, October and November. And uh, then there's a picture of a mask and a scary person reports back to Apple and like, oh, pumpkin plus mask, Halloween. So... And maybe if there's a picture of a theme park and theme park says great adventure, um, Apple put together the headlines that say Halloween great adventure 2017. And you're like, whoa, how did that happen? Uh, so go look at your phone and look at your photos right now and look at some of the memories tied towards it. Uh, the sad thing or the good thing for Apple is they're dominant and they charge a premium for their products and people are still paying it. The bad news is that there's other companies like Google who are saying, you know what? Look at me. Look at me. I could do that too, but I could do it cheaper. Now, Apple just updated their watch and the new Series 3 model watch. I got a, I got one because I, I let the first two slip by. And then the, when they announced cellular service on it, I'm like, ooh, cool. I, I don't need the cellular service, so I'm, I'm going to be canceling that. But they don't have a watch that has cellular service. I don't need the cellular service. Even though it's only $10 a month, don't need it. I, I still am kind of tethered to my phone. Um, now, maybe when they come out with the update that allows you to stream all your music while you're running um, and leave your phone behind, that's the only ima that's the only place I imagine that $10 a month kind of pays itself. And to be honest with you, 
I just carried my phone with me for a while or I don't know. But anyway, so Apple updates their software. Good. Done. Fixed. Lovely. Uh, Customers haven't complained widely about the connectivity issues. It was kind of a smaller issue. The risk of other customers encountering those issues could have threatened Apple Watch Series 3 final sales, and they didn't. And again, Apple's got so many patents in the pipeline, their next watch is going to have more health features in it, and I enjoy that. You know, the other night, while I was not sleeping, but I woke up one point in time, and I looked at my beats per minute, and it spiked to 140. Was I having a heart attack? No. No. But it's worthy of, like, knowing that down the road, maybe it will be able to tell me that. And... You know, then you switch, turn the page, and you see, like, what's Google doing? Because Samsung just doesn't seem to have it. Samsung is a great company, great product. They just don't seem to have that mojo that Apple has. Now, Google's new gadgets that they introduced um, yesterday, all of them are using artificial intelligence, and some of them are, quite frankly, way better than what Apple does. For instance, they came up with Pixel Pods. Now, Google's kind of like holding on to that idea of the Pixel, and they came up with a Pixel phone, and they took a lot of shots at Apple during their press releases, and, you know, for instance, they showed someone taking a bite out of Apple, or out of an Apple. Oh, isn't that cute? Um, But when you take a look at their CEO, and you take a look at the presentation they did, they got these Pixel Pods, and there's a wire between the two ear pods, but then it's wireless to your phone, and... It has an instant translation feature, which is so Star Trek and so 21st century. It's pretty darn cool. So you can go to Russia, put in your Pixel Pods, have your phone in your hand. And while someone's talking to you in Russian, it's instantly been translated into English for you. That's pretty darn cool. Apple's got a great Siri translator on the phone where you can say, hey, Siri, um, translate from English to French and... uh, you know, throw out your, your phrase of, I think you're the most beautiful woman on the planet. And the next thing you know, um, Siri has translated that. So, Thanks, Siri. Um, but Google's doing it better. And they've taken the AirPods, which are great for Apple. And again, Apple's got some patents coming that it'll help measure your heart rate and blood flowing through your body, through your ears. Cool. Because... Some people don't want to let the watch, and some people do. Um, so Apple's got this kind of battle that they're going of being perceived as the premium product for the premium technology, but they're not the premium technology. Uh, Google has the best technology, probably in my opinion. Some nerd out there is going to be correcting me on the fly, but you don't unveil a new pair of smartphones, smart speakers, other gadgets. You know, they all have the makings of a typical technology product launch. You know, a crowd of super fans, skeptical journalists, slick product videos, not so subtle jabs at Apple, uh, highly romanticized descriptions of design choices, colors, and materials. Uh, it's all crap. But with that said, Google's throwing its pitch for why its hardware is different. I'm not a Google guy, I'm an Apple guy. And again, it comes down to. Um, I like Nike running shoes, and I like uh, you know one other pair of running shoes. I don't really like underarm shoes. Uh, underarm, <laughs> under armor. I think underarm is better though. Now that I've said that, I'm going to go out and pat that. So Google has this history, in my opinion, of just flopping. And you know they bought Motorola, and they decided that that wasn't going to be a winner. So they bought the hardware side of Motorola, and nope, not going to do it. So they sold that off to Lenovo. It bought Nest and Dropcam. But the introduction of new products from those home device companies seemed to stagnate after they joined Google. 
uh, now that they're operating under Alphabet. Um, I've got a Nest uh, thermostat. Love it. I've got a Nest uh, fire alarm. I think that I love it. It's kind of a modern fire alarm. Good for them. Uh, it tests its own batteries. It gives out a nightlight when you walk under it. So if, you're, if there's a fire, you can kind of see which way out. Uh, there's little things like that. Um, but Google just bought 2,000 engineers from HTC, and they spent $1.1 billion. So Google's throwing a lot of money at this, but they're not going to make a lot of money because 95% of the profits in cell phones go to Apple. And you go, and in this quarter, you have Apple, who's got the design superior ease of use, but the technology's not so great. And in this quarter, you've got the company with a great technology, but last year, they sold a million Pixel phones. Uh, before breakfast, Apple's going to poop out a million phones. Like, they're different companies. So, and then let's, t- you know, not even get into a- uh, Amazon at this point in time, who flooded the markets with their voice assistant with, you know, they're probably going to have a t- roll of toilet paper that's uh, Alexa-enabled at some point in time, so you can be taking a poop and talk to Alexa. Uh, because they're trying to throw everything at it. Anyhow... I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Don't be shy. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about money, investing, and more. Microsoft is in the news today getting an upgrade to buy from Hold. Amazon is testing its own delivery service to rival those of FedEx and UPS. Oh, boy. That's kind of a new one, and that's bad news for FedEx and UPS because they've been big benefits, big winners from the Amazon Prime world. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. If you want me to talk about something, drop me an email, rob at robblackshow.com. We'll take a break here. We'll be right back. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing more. Amazon.com takes parental leave so seriously that even spouses get paid time off. That's pretty cool. I'm not a young person anymore. I'm middle-aged, I would say. Definitely not old. I feel young, but when I look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, Jesus, I'm not young. So when it comes to paid time off for parents, the U.S. comes in last out of 41 countries that comprises the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development, the OCED. It's often quoted out there. Government does not mandate any paid leave for parents, and as of March 2016, only 13% of all private industry workers had access to paid family leave. So in the race to get that top talent, a lot of tech companies have led the way on the issue boosting their parental leave policies. For instance, Twitter offers 20 weeks of paid leave to all new parents. You go ahead and do the math on that, and you do 20 weeks, like, that's five months. Facebook offers four months to full-time employees. Amazon's been on the cutting edge because not only do they offer generous paid parental leave for both moms and dads, it also helps parents ramp back up after being out and even pays for its employees' spouses' Who, who do not work at the company take some time off. So if I had to choose between working at a company that has that when I'm 25 years old, where I get to take some time off and spouse gets to take some time off and we get, both get paid, or a company that doesn't, um, those perks are important. There's companies that do adoption assistance benefits, 
when I give speeches, uh, one of the things I ask for at corporations is, can I see a copy of your uh, employee handouts that you give on your your benefits? And everyone kind of looks at me like, why? Because I'm like, I could tell your employees some of the things that they don't even know about. For instance, Amazon will give up to $5,000 for a single child adoption, up to $10,000 combined maximum for a sibling adoption. And that covers court costs, travel costs, attorney fees, and other fees. And that's, like I said, that's a hell of a perk. So this is all in the race to get good talent. And I get it. I'm not sure you get it, but I get it. So, um, and when you have good employees, trust me, it costs a lot of money to train an employee. It costs a lot of money. So, um... Doing things right, that's a pretty good idea out of the gate. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Facebook needs to stop hiding behind excuses on what the Russians did or didn't do, and maybe just show us. There's a, a, a p- big demand for that right now of, you know, what does is this fake news look like? Congress is getting in their face about it, and, you know, for their part, they're saying, no, we're not going to show you. And I, I respect that. Because I think congressmen tend to go for that vote more often than not, right? Um, but when you take a look a little bit closer at Facebook, it's testing adding context to news stories. And I've got a friend here because he sent out an update on Facebook the other day. And he goes, hey, I fit into a pair of jeans I haven't fit in in 10 years. And everyone's like, hey, congratulations, you lost weight. Congratulations. And I'm like, how do I know that these weren't pants that you know were two sizes bigger 10 years ago? I don't know the context of where he was 10 years ago. Like, just because he says he's a new short. Like, that, do you see what I'm saying? So the new feature for Facebook is going to allow users to tap a button for additional information about the news article and the source. So Facebook has come under pressure in recent weeks to better combat the spread of fake news and misinformation. The new feature is designed to provide people some of the tools they need to make informed decisions. So, um, for instance, if you see an article about... Um, how to get the best rates in insurance, car insurance. And then you see the source is, you know, Cat's automo- automobile insurance. First of all, Cat's automobile insurance, probably not terribly well known. It's spelled K-A-T-Z. So you're like, oh, you can't even spell Cat's correctly, right? They're not well known for having authors who are subjective or objective. Um, they don't have, you know, writers that are known for writing skills, and here they are pushing an article on, you know, how to get the best auto insurance. And oddly enough, they provide auto insurance. And if Facebook starts showing us that people have complained about their articles, then maybe we'll be like, you know what, I could skip that one. Or maybe if there's a thumbs up, thumbs down on reliability, maybe I'm going to go with the, you know, the more reliable news companies. So Facebook's starting testing some fake news warnings out there. The new features can allow Facebook users to tap a button for additional information. Um, It'll have details from the publisher's Wikipedia entry, trending and related content, information about how the article is being shared, if it's paid or not. That's that's something that kills me. In radio and television, there's companies that'll, you know, buy commercials during my show because I'm credible. And they'll be like, hey, you can get a safe 7% return backed by real estate. Well, if it's backed by real estate, it's not safe. And if they say it's a safe 7% return, nothing can be guaranteed. The word guarantee is a flag. 
Um, for instance, in compliance issues, if you are working for a company that does uh, investing or help plans for people retirement, if you're the compliance officer, if you're the sheriff to make sure that your employees aren't doing anything wrong, one of the things you do is search their email boxes for the word guarantee. Does that tell you how re, how revi- just nasty and, and horrible the word guarantee is in the industry? So if you hear anyone use the word guarantee, turn around and run. It's just my advice. So the broker advisor take the action on the stocks mentioned. PepsiCo is in the news today. They're attempting to diversify its beverage uh, portfolio from less sugary drinks and trying to spend more you know, shelf space and marketing money on their healthier alternatives. And guess what happened in the last quarter? Their sales went down in their, in their, cook, in their PepsiCo, in their Pepsi products, and their Mountain Dew. It's so funny. I used to drink Diet Coke, Diet Pepsi. In my 20s, hey, it's diet, right? Gave it up, and now when I taste the stuff, it tastes like motor oil. It's nasty. Uh, but PepsiCo this year shifted its resources away from its namesake, Cola, and Mountain Dew towards new products such as premium bottled water. They've got Life Water. They've got a sparkling lemonade called Lemon Lemon. Uh, and it just hasn't really worked out for them. Maybe they should have been focusing on Pepsi and Mountain Dew and Gatorade, making people fatter and sugary and diabetic. So they say that they got ahead of their skis a little bit. Their Diet Pepsi Peps brands counted for 12% of its revenue in 2016. PepsiCo aims by 2025 for two-thirds of its global beverage portfolio volumes contain fewer than 100 calories from added sugar per 12 ounces. Uh, Pepsi or Coca-Cola just bought a big chunk of buy, B-A-I, which if you take a look at the drinks, they taste pretty sweet. Total carbs are, you know, six grams. Uh, sugars are one gram. It does have the proprietary sweetener blend in it. And you're like, oh, no, that's stevia. Stevia leaf extract, lemon juice, concentrate, natural flavors. And you take a look at something like that, and you're like, okay, that, that looks healthier because it's not. You look at the calories, and you're like, five? That's got to be better than 200 or 150. And that's kind of the world that we live in, the marketing of beverages and the healthier choices that are out there. Now, again, healthier sometimes means more expensive. So how do you feel about that? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. In the last segment, I briefly talked uh, and introduced the concept that Amazon is testing its own delivery service rival FedEx and UPS. It's experimenting with a new delivery service. Um, to make products more available for free two-day delivery and relieve overcrowding its warehouses, according to people familiar with the plan. It's going to push the online retailer deeper into functions handled by longtime partners like UPS and FedEx. Uh, Will this be the straw that breaks the camel's back? I don't know. The service began two years ago in India, and Amazon has been slowly marketing it to the U.S. merchants in preparation for national expansion. Um, The... uh, the U.S. pilot project is confidential. Amazon's, call, Amazon's calling the project Seller Flex. Service began on a trial basis this year on the West Coast, and it's getting a broader rollout right here, right now. So Amazon's going to oversee the pickup of packages from warehouses of third-party merchants selling goods on Amazon, and they're delivered to customers' homes. Uh, does this squeeze UPS 
and FedEx much, or is this something that Amazon will eventually say, you know what, you guys do it better than we can do it? So Amazon's always in the news, it feels like. Uh, Theresa May, her future as prime minister is in doubt after a chaotic conference speech. Um, the UK is, you know, how do they leave Brexit and the European Union? A lot of people are questioning. The prime minister had aimed to stabilize her position with a keynote speech to close the conservative conference. But she was disrupted by a series of mishaps that left her extremely distraught and just not looking like a politician. You know how Uber got kicked out of the UK? Uh, right before they did, their, rev, their profits jumped 65%. So the ride-hailing company was trying to appeal the ban and sent its CEO to London to speak with regulators. That's out there. They're trying to IPO in 2018. Bloomberg's fighting back against a startup that's trying to encroach on their chat service amongst Wall Street companies. So you're going to hear the word disruption often in the world. And uh, I was reading about a company that's doing disruption right now on socks. I know you're saying underwear, razor blades, mattresses, web services, two-day delivery, uh, food preparation. These are all, some some of these are problems that are like, good problems to have. They're not really begging for a solution worldwide. Some countries would love to have those problems. And that may be one of those things that undoes some of the valuations that we've given some of these companies that kind of give them excessive valuations. Anyhow, you can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Every inch of the sky's got a star. That's one of the lines from Arcade Fire's Everything Now that you just heard us play back in. Every inch of skin's got a scar. Um, I guess you've got everything now. It's a song, to me, that speaks of a lot of materialism. Every inch of space in your head is filled up with things that you've read. Um, Isn't it nice sometimes just to take a little bit of a break? Um... But no, we need it. We want it. We can't live without it. Um, we need everything now. So it's a pretty catchy song, but it, I think it's pretty damning on our society as well. And I don't totally disagree with it. So um, I think it's a pretty staggering success of an album. Um, it's overwhelmed with thoughts, feelings, and content. So Arcade Fire is one of those bands that's their lead singer, Wynn Butler. He uh, funds their band's new albums with their old albums. So he's not a sellout in any way, shape, or form. He goes off to Haiti and, you know, he remembers, you know, the simple things. Um, And uh, he once told a story about a couple women who were watching The Sopranos. Well, he, he was in a cafe and he overheard two women and one woman was really upset because she was binge watching The Sopranos. And it was over. And she goes, oh no, what am I going to watch now? And I think we've all had that feeling, right? And uh, her, she said, you know, I guess I'm going to find something else that I have to watch, right? And it kind of struck him as funny that it was a cultural moment that we've kind of entered into and everything nowness has positive and negative sides to it. Like, oh, The Sopranos was so good. Now, what am I going to find to watch to keep me important, to keep me, you know, tied to something that's awesome? 
And it's pretty morbid when you start thinking about that and you start looking about some of the other songs they have about or urban sprawl um, and creature comforts and things along those lines. So anyway, I'm a big fan of Arcade Fire. I just wish all their songs were so damn catchy. They're not. And to see them, they're playing at the Oracle Arena where the first seat, $260, $270. Like, really? Okay, I get it's yourself funding your albums, but really? I'm not cheap. To me, that's, you know, lunch money. But to the average person, that's a lot of money. And uh, I feel for you. So Google showed off some wireless headphones that it says can translate languages on the fly. I've heard some reviews of people who tried them. It's pretty awesome. Legendary investor Warren Buffett says the, uh, this one investment supersedes all other investments. Now, he's a legendary investment. And for him to say, I can tell you the best investment you can make one that you can't beat, that can't be taxed, not even inflation can take away from you. What do you think it is? Keep in mind, one of Buffett's investments in himself came in early adulthood when he signed up for a $100 Dale Carnegie public speaking course that he says changed his life. He said, I was terrified of public speaking when I was young. I couldn't do it. He said he used to get physically ill. Um, but, you know, he read... He went to a class that was taught by, it was taught for the Dale Carnegie School, but it was taught by the guy who wrote the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. And I kind of agree with him that, you know, the ability to speak is something that can't ever be taken away from you. And the power of reading and the power of educating yourself and being able to better communicate enhances your talents. And it enhances your potential. It's something that will help you have a more interesting life. It, you know, to address your weaknesses of not being able to publicly speak uh, is just fantastic. So he says, learn as much as you can um, and learn to talk about your own experiences and jot down your life experiences, um, you know, with notes, not just a draft. And uh, I'm a big fan of Warren Buffett. Sometimes he says things that make you scratch your head. Now, making you scratch your head, that's kind of my goal on the show. And remember how I talked about how there was a couple and one of them said, I don't know what I'm going to do this weekend because uh, Netflix, not Netflix, but I just watched, I binge watched Sopranos. It was such a good show. I'm bummed that it's over. Bad news, people. You ready for the bad news? Netflix is raising their prices again. Netflix is raising their prices for the first time in two years, increasing the cost of its most popular plan by a buck to 99 a month. Subscribers to the 11.99 premium plan, which bumps the number of simultaneous screens up to four from two. It provides 4K video. They're going to see an increase of two dollars to 13.99. The price of the basic plan, which costs 7.99 monthly and delivers standard definition video to one screen, remains the same. So, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that? Is there a price point where you're like, no, thank you? A lot of Americans pay 140, 160 bucks for cable TV. Now you get 100 plus channels, you get the cable box, you get digital channels, you get maybe internet access with that as well. What's your price point? Because you got to have a price point. It's everyone has to have a price point, in my opinion. But in the back of your head, you also got to be saying to yourself, you know, there's things coming up in retirement that I need to plan for, and just because Netflix wants to raise their prices, I can't not fund my nest egg because I'm worried about inflation in retirement. It's a sneaky retirement killer. The dollar's not going to go as far as it does today. Inflation's averaged about 3% a year since the government began tracking inflation in 1913. 
So Amazon's raising prices by a dollar. That's inflation. Taxes. Um, as long as you live, the IRS is going to be out there. Your state revenue board's going to be out there. Uh, and they're going to circle around you like a shark, and they, they want your money. Estate planning. Failure to do at least minimal state, estate planning puts an unfair burden on your family. They're, they'll already be upset and stressed by your passing when you die. Um, and then when you hit legal costs and financial issues from lack of planning and you know you thought you were leaving a house to both kids and one of them disappears because of taxes these are all reasons why you have to start thinking about the future and thinking about inflation and things along those lines long-term care is super important um my dad basically had a heart attack at 53 and was dead at 58 from cancer Long-term care may not be important to me, but if you have a grandmother or grandfather who lived to 92, 93, it may be very important to you. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial, little luminaires. Take a break here. I'll be right back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 